2: Hello and welcome to Pop Everything, a pop culture podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. And I'm Tom. And we have a very, very, very <laughs> special guest, <laughs> an expert
3: on so many an authority. The the nation's leading expert. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Zoe, are we, is that just?
4: Yeah, Wisconsin? Zoe. Yeah, that's that's, that's fine. her name. That's my name. Yeah.
2: Okay, uh, Zoe.
4: hmm
2: You are. British,
4: I am. Well spotted.
2: <laughs> we're
3: in your uh, flat. I was going to say apartment.
2: That's mm-hmm. not right.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: You're in my flat. Yeah.
3: Um. Your and, and it's in England, so we can verify. Yes, London, England. London, Is that too England. specific? What's no, the address? <laughs> uh, we're
4: in We're in Hackney, fashionable Hackney. Mm. Mm-hmm.
2: That means something to a certain.
4: Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping population. there's going to be lots of references that the British listeners will enjoy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Are you gonna like? Uh, get this. Are you gonna slag us off? And we're not even gonna Tim, know. That's, that's very rude. Coming to a woman's home. Ask
3: her to slag you off. Well, what are you
2: implying? No. Are you gonna like say? Are you gonna insult us? But like using lingo that we don't know so it's going to go over our head and then everybody else is going to be like ah
4: almost definitely Tim thought that was a compliment it'll be like in Buffy when they say uh, when they can say wanker and bollocks because no one knows what (laughs) they (laughs) mean
2: well it's like we could also we can say fanny on TV can you do that?
4: um yes Yes, I think that's okay. But
2: you guys say that the C bottom, word right? all the time. Yeah, it just means your yeah. butt. It's mm-hmm. like what little kids,
3: what like babies. I'm
4: like, oh, I hurt my fanny. Yeah. I don't think fanny's really a swear word because it's also people's name. It's a woman's that's name. That's
3: messed yeah. up. Okay, and fanny.
4: Yeah. yeah. We had a very famous TV chef called Fanny Craddock. Which sounds good. <laughs> like a real low rent girl. <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. So thank you for doing this. Uh,
4: Thank you for having me.
2: Well-known, our favorite person, this (laughs) side of the Atlantic Ocean.
4: Thank you very much.
2: Um, So we asked you uh, to tell us to watch some stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. (laughs) To educate us. Educate us.
4: I feel like I have to justify what I've chosen. You
2: don't have to justify it. We actually asked you to kind of give it uh, a UK bent, Mm -hmm. right? Like... You know, you're the only person we really know over here. <laughs> and, you know, most of the people that know our shows live over here.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, you could have
4: run a competition or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or made people pay.
3: Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like... They you,
4: did the Uncomedy like right? They contest. just made someone pay thousands of dollars to go on the episode. I feel like I'm getting a good oh, deal. Oh, yeah. I that
3: one's a charity or something, right?
4: I um, think it we went to his went wife's to film. Oh. Anyway, uh, okay. let's not talk about <laughs> other podcasts. I love comedy, bang. I don't get in trouble.
2: <clears throat> they, oh, they're listening. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Um,
4: you guys all know each other, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're just hanging out with Paul F. Tompkins and Jason Manzoukis all the time.
2: That's what, that's what America's like. Not yeah. just podcasters. We're all just there. You know, just the way that you, about you about hang about out with... The Queen. The Queen <laughs> and James Bond. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> the fictional character. <laughs> yeah. Not Daniel Craig.
2: <laughs> no, no. I mean, Daniel Craig, too. But like he's always, he's got to like defer to James Bond. It's like Mr. Bond. It's an honor to play mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's a, real, he's a real spy. This is all a really clever thing. Yeah, to The throw real, people off the
2: set. Yeah. The real James Bond. Like nobody knows what he looks like. He's like what's his face, uh, Thomas Pynchon or something.
4: Oh sure. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I really only know about Thomas Pynchon from The this, this Simpsons. <laughs> You have so many books. So? I know, I know. I'm, You're uh, so I'm, well, right? I'm, wow. Harsh, wow. I'm You crack the them open in. once in a while. Yeah, no, they're all, they're all just for show.
2: So uh, we were just like, uh, give us something British. Mm-hmm. Um, so here, why don't you explain?
4: Okay, so uh, I didn't want to pick something that I just thought, I think we have quite similar tastes, and I know that you like a lot of British stuff that I love, like, particular, like Spaced is my favorite sitcom of all time, and I think that's probably your favorite I like British space. sitcom, and I like Peep Show, and I know you love mm-hmm. that. And I probably could have found something that maybe I didn't even ask, but there might have been stuff that you haven't seen, like Black Books or Father Ted or Alan Partridge. But I didn't want to sit around, and we all go, "Well, that was a that was good." Yeah. <laughs> we all like that. Um, so my idea was that uh, you mentioned that you hadn't seen Faulty Towers, so I thought I would introduce you to um, what I would consider to be the canon of great British comedy. Um, as in inverted commas perhaps but we'll talk about that uh, there were other things I could have chosen and I'm sure uh, people would have picked different things I think Porridge or uh, Hancock's Half Hour I really love um, The Fall and Rise of Reginald Perrin that's probably my favourite classic sitcom but I thought let's restrict it to four for the sake yeah, of time yeah because uh, you read the I Randy listened, Newman episode I listened to the Randy Newman episode yeah Tom's
2: um, got a limited attention span
3: um, I'm just a busy man. You have a lot of Batman video games to play. Now I do, yeah.
4: So the shows I picked, which I think will mean something to the British listeners, I don't want to say too much about them because I want to see if there's things that you picked out. There, are, there are moments in these, some of these episodes particularly, that are so played over and over again. There are, there are moments in these shows that are like the, the most famous jokes or bits in in any British comedy.
3: Now, were these all BBC shows?
4: Uh. yes.
3: None of them were on the Dave Network. <laughs> <laughs> Dave is new, Tim.
4: Well, some of them are from. like, Channel 4 didn't start until. I mean, it must be. 31, 32 years ago now. So there was. and BBC 2, I don't know what year that started, but this is probably a point where there was. most of these shows were probably on when there was only the BBC and ITV. That we had two channels. That's nuts.
2: Mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of country you guys?
4: And the BBC, of course, has no commercials. It's publicly right. funded, so they would, and they have a remit to produce quality programming. Whereas ITV has adverts, so you can put any old shit on. Chill. So that was more game shows, and you know, it was a, a it's game a shows, lower sorry. class. <laughs> sorry. Well, you know, I love pointless, but it's a BBC game show. <laughs>
2: um, okay, cool. So go through the ones that you
4: gave us. Uh so, in chronological order, I think uh the first one is uh dad's army um the episode that again i'm sure most people will be familiar with, where they have some german p o w s under their care uh the faulty towers episode again about the Germans <laughs> we're very <laughs> concerned about these things uh the all jokes before 1980 were just about German people <laughs> um, the the 1977 uh, Christmas special of the good life and uh, the only fools and horses episode yuppie love from 1989 that was 89 mhm Okay. So that's quite a, quite a jump. The rest are all seventies.
2: Yeah, I know. Like I know about Faulty
3: Towers, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, like, um, and we had um, that on PBS. Yeah, we like. also had uh, the Good Life, but it was called Good Neighbors, I think.
4: Hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. On PBS, it's a bad neighbors, neighbors situation. <laughs> exactly. So um, why wouldn't that doesn't actually no? It doesn't make any sense because they they called it neighbors. It, they didn't want to call it neighbors here because there's a very Uh, beloved soap, Australian soap that's on, like, every day called Neighbours. But you would understand the good life over in that day. Yeah, I don't know. There must have been something
3: at the time. Maybe we licensed it from a different country?
2: I don't think so. It was on PBS. I don't know. None of this matters. And, like, (laughs) none of the... And, like, this could easily be researched, right? We can find the answer in two seconds why they changed the name, right? That's not what this is. Mm. Yes. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, so on. all those you might not be; those aren't your favorites necessarily. Oh yes, yeah,
4: They're absolutely. They're like the
2: culturally significant, or very the most. culturally significant. Okay. yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Um, you want to go through chronologically? Yeah.
4: Let's oh, start with dots on me.
2: And and let me say, I purposely didn't like try to understand what was going on yeah. using yeah other for like. Dad's you didn't anything up. Yeah, I yeah, I just kind of. This was a season six. You say series six mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Um, so like, the premise is well established okay. at this po- point. So I'm yeah. sure there was stuff that I didn't appreciate. Yeah, right. In this you weird, didn't. depressing. <laughs>
4: oh no! <laughs> uh, there's, there's, yeah, so I, I I said it probably I. I Asked that you didn't read anything about them I think context for it will be fascinating to think about these things and also because sitcom is a format I mean I love sitcoms I really do and I think it's a format that the building of a relationship with people over time is very important that you empathise with these characters that you love them that you're invested in the relationships and that kind of sees you through the moments where there aren't maybe so many gags but out of context I can't imagine
3: so is the premise of the show that it's an army of old men (laughs) (laughs) Now, is it that they're the the old men who aren't, you know, Mm -hmm. on the front lines and they're kind of just hanging back, protecting England? Yeah,
4: kind of, pretty much. During World War II? So, they're in a fictional seaside town and uh, they're, they're part of the Home Guard, which did exist, and not just old men, but other people who, for whatever reason, couldn't go to war because, of course, Pike's young. Yeah, um, but he's I, just an idiot. I can't remember the reason. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Uh, he failed the exam, which he yeah. had to... Because pretty much everyone... Like, conscription happened, so pretty much everyone was called up. Those people that weren't, um, if they were still patriotic, uh, joined the Home Guard and defended in Britain. Hence the very amusing title sequence.
2: <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> word. That I, Like, you guys are very... Good. You guys are the most... I'll just say self-deprecating because I don't want, but like, jeepers creepers, guys, have a little America. confidence. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't have this thing like, yeah, uh, like they like this ironically, like Mr. What, what are the words like, Mr. It's, H- it's who that?
4: do you think you're kidding, Mr. Hitler? If you think we're on the run,
2: yeah, and then the whole thing is just the Nazis. We are running away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Anyway, it's
3: uh...
4: So it's Old Man. You're pretty close, yeah. And you don't get
3: many uh, sitcom titles with swastikas.
4: (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Or talking about people having guns when they get home from work. Well, we
3: had uh, Hogan's Heroes. I don't
4: don't know. I've heard... I don't know what it's about. Yeah, I don't know much about it. It
3: was POWs. It was POWs. Oh, okay. But it was like...
4: Oh, yeah, again, I know that from The Simpsons. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) They're always making radio (laughs)
2: shows. That's the... (laughs) Um... My first note after uh, Mr. Hitler's song, Mm -hmm. jaunty and depressing, is uh, I don't understand these jokes. Um, They talk about nuns for about five minutes, Mm -hmm. like looking at nuns' legs or something, Mm -hmm. and I I just didn't understand what was going on there. Okay.
3: Well, they thought it was uh, that the Germans were going to disguise themselves as nuns. Mm -hmm. So you look at their legs... Yeah to see if they got hairy legs, so you oh, know that they're the Germans. Game.
2: I thought it was a joke that like, oh nuns have varicose beans.
3: No.) <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: okay. Because
3: then there were jokes about, well, we wouldn't know what a nun's legs look like. Yeah.
4: yeah, that's quite sweet, I think. That pike is very sweet. that's quite cute
2: who who's Wilson? I forget.
4: Uh, Wilson is, who's the who's Bob who's Bob? Wilson is? Sorry
3: volleyball is there
4: somebody called Wilson yeah I think like John the Mejuret is Wilson right he's Sergeant Wilson the posh guy
2: oh I just said Wilson depresses me I watch this very (laughs) early in the morning okay sorry is that not a thing am I upsetting Uh,
4: well no I mean I so I rewatched I mean Dad's army was when I was a kid, I found it incredibly depressing. So I it's always on. It's shot in a very dreary fashion and it's full of old men. So when you're a kid, and, and and it's about no, World
3: War II. And there's
4: only four there were only four channels when I was a kid, so there wasn't that much choice. You're like, oh, This again. Uh, I re-watched this episode and I thought, God, this is a perfect half-hour television. <laughs> I was like, what a stupid kid I was. No,
2: I like that, like, you can make literally four to five minutes of like that none joke run yeah. like I didn't understand why they were doing what? it but like it's not something that would happen over in the States
4: yeah I think that's a really yeah I think the, the performances are so charming re-watching it and John LeMessure is also like I have thought he was really sexy which is very strange to say about an old man but he's uh, he. there's something of the Peter O'Toole about him he's so kind of languid and cool and, is that
3: the guy who kind of he like he he uh,
4: he's the one who doesn't put the detonators in you know
3: into right, the grenades right yeah he was the only cool guy
4: mm-hmm. and that's it again I mean I don't know if you've got any thoughts about it the is. class issues in the show but class is quite there. did you pick of anything above? in this in mm-hmm. this
2: no. I couldn't figure out... There were a lot of characters in this, Yeah, Right.
3: And a lot of them were yeah. similar-looking old men. Uh, yeah,
2: I can't tell old man, one old man from the next <laughs> and other And
4: the, the nuance of class... Yeah, I think they... Pro- so, Captain Mannering, in Captain is middle class. He's a bank manager. And although uh, his sergeant, John LeMessurier, although he works at the bank as well, he's, he's upper class. So there's kind of a conflict mm-hmm. there that... His superior officer is, is, which is one of the reasons why he doesn't take me very seriously when he says put the detonators in the grenades.
3: Uh, he doesn't he's do like, it. I know
2: what's good for this. Yeah. Okay, so now I know who we're talking about. Mm-hmm.
3: Um. So, this is a show to reinforce the idea that the upper class people know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. yeah. We need to be kept in our
4: place. <laughs>
2: That seems very British as well. Right?
4: <laughs> well, I'm middle class, so this is yeah. We yeah, we are self-deprecating. <laughs> we're just the Stop worst. One. I think we're not all cool, like... like working class people, and we don't have any money, so. Um.
2: So I think you answered this. I was confused. So was this like the first time
4: Germans were ever on this show? Like, were they? Oh, um, no! I, I think most of it was just kind of little them getting into scrapes i don't think that i mean i'm sure someone will correct me but i don't think there were any other episodes where they were german because it didn't really happen very much I guess. right and, so, yeah.
2: and the fish and chips bit
4: mm-hmm.
2: i would i would recommend that one. he's taking the orders for fish and chips mm-hmm.
4: with him translating Yeah. very
2: funny uh, so uh other than that they made a chimney sweep joke, which I think they probably make in every episode of every mm-hmm. British yeah. thing, every British movie. W- was,
4: there, was there not one joke in this whole. There's one joke in that. The reason why I picked this episode specifically is there's one joke in that half an hour that everyone thinks is the best joke ever, and they constantly play the clip. It's like a myth. Mi- can, I, can I guess? Mm mm-hmm. huh.
2: Why don't we chop off their trouser buttons? <laughs>
4: No, no, that's not yeah. it is. I wish that was it that I wish guess. there was an alternative universe left. <laughs> And I was
2: like, alright, I guess so And then they talked about the trouser button And they kept calling it back And
4: uh, Yeah, that's that's Clyde Dunn uh, Who who delivers that line And he's like the only person in the show that I don't like I think they're all adorable Clyde Dunn's like, he's, it's just too big, it's too broad I think everyone else is quite naturalistic and charming I think he's very irritating um. Was there a joke that stood out to you?
3: Uh, I thought you know, the the really old man who. Uh, Godfrey. Who had the grenade in his pants.
4: Oh, yeah. I that thought was, that was that was really that was funny when he was trying way. to get the
3: uh, get the grenade out of his pants. He did kind of a funny dance.
4: It was funny. <laughs> That's how. Yeah, that funny. So, that was so <laughs> <we're>, <laughs> we didn't get
3: it. We weren't bad
2: Brits. What's, when, when, he, when he, when he thought places. his legs were going to get blown off. Okay,
4: so uh, perhaps the most famous joke in any episode of any British sitcom ever is when uh, Pike is up on the ladder and uh, the German is saying he's going to put, the German officer is saying he's going to put people on his list, he's making a list for after when the Germans win the war (laughs) Uh, and um, yeah he's very worried about going on the list of course and he he sings a song and the German officer says you're going on the list as well and he says what's your name and Captain Mannering says don't tell him Pike. That's it, that's it, yeah. Alright. You know
2: what, that's the thing. It's, it's the... You know, it's been done so many times after. Mm
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. That, like, I'm numb to that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Like... Influential, probably. Yeah,
2: the Big Star thing. Mm -hmm. You start listening to Big Star after you heard all the bands that Big Star uh, (laughs) influenced... You're like, big star's not such a big, uh, big deal, but they were a oh, big deal. The big
4: star phenomenon. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
2: Um, Alright, uh, I give that episode
4: 6 out of 10. Oh, I'm quite pleased with that. Tom?
3: Uh, yeah, I'd probably say 6 out of 10, too. I'd give it more if uh, they were meaner to the Germans.
4: Oh, but it? I think <laughs> it's very sweet that they're not...
3: Yeah. I just didn't understand they were so worried about getting on the list. He's your prisoner. Take that list away from him. I mean him. It's that's true. The funny, it's that's true. the Tommy. It's not like well,
4: And they buy them fish and chips.
3: Well maybe they should give that army trusting. a gritty reboot. <laughs> All right. The dad's army gritty reboot. Um
4: So faulty towers next. Faulty Towers.
2: Down. Which uh Which was
4: the the only one you'd heard of. Right. And it's called yeah. the Germans are coming. It's just called the Germans. <laughs> <laughs> well, he says
2: that a lot, is it right? Yeah. Coming, right?
4: After having rewatched this episode of Forty Towers, again I've seen again. They cut it slightly now when it's shown on TV because Forty be on about seven thirty, and I'm sure you can imagine all oh, the, the things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I've given this to the <laughs> just like n-word after n-word and the w-word yeah I don't want to say either of those words um alright my
2: notes for this uh, all these episodes are about Germans mm-hmm. but that's sweet mm-hmm.
4: when he sees the doctor oh my god that's so bad do they keep that in yeah Again, to defend Faulty Towers, and I, I actually spoke to my dad about this because after I rewatched the episode, I felt a bit traumatized about the first ten minutes of the show. Like the stuff with the Germans is actually not that bad. No, the Germans are very sympathetic and normal, and it's right. Basil who's being terrible. Um, he's very scared of a black dog. <laughs> he's just like startled
2: and then just afraid to speak up. It's actually like for a guy that's like a, a dimwit and like mm. right. That's, uh, I'm, not, I'm not holding that against yeah, exactly. the show that's because like, so it's you a character it.
4: Yeah. I was She's like fine. dad did yeah. you watch this in like 1973 you were like in your early 20s did you think it was funny he was like yeah we loved it because we understood the sensibility of the people who were writing it like John Cleese is obviously not a racist this was a period of big social change where these issues were very prevalent and this show is just holding a mirror up to these stupid old bigots who are on their way out you know, right. essentially okay Good. So, like, Carol O'Connor wasn't
2: yeah. uh, a bigot, right? Okay, anyway. Uh, ingrown toenail humor. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, a, that's a comedy staple, has mm-hmm. got that.
4: Not uh, much Prunella Scales in the episode, which I was disappointed about. I like her, so she plays Sybil. You know what? I thought she was just a little too, uh.
3: over the top? Yeah.
4: I did. I, well, I think it's... I mean, it's a pretty broad show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I do like her in it. I, d- I was relieved after I watched it, and I was like, oh, my God, what are they going to say about the racism in this show? Uh, well, the one uh, I was it it with the,
2: the brains like Swiss cheese. Hard.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Full of holes. Yeah, very good. Um, yeah. But the only normal, sensible, rational person in that show is an American, so I was like, where my god,
3: uh My favourite... Joke from that show was the uh, when the the uh, old trunk racist thought <laughs> that the uh, the moose was talking.
4: That was amazing, that yeah. was really funny. Yeah, that was very, very funny. I agree, <laughs> that's funny. Um, I was, I think Manuel, however, that that is just genuine racism, that's indefensible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the comedy foreigner is,
3: yeah. although. Okay. That actor I'll give a lot of credit to, that fire scene looked incredibly dangerous. <laughs> so much fire. Yeah.
4: So this much fun. Like and it like did not look like strobing yeah. on the camera and stuff.
3: His hands were on fire. Yeah. And just like it looks like right before they were like, uh, it might not show up for the camera, so let's uh, pour gasoline all over these gloves. They like, made that
2: like hyper real and then that just made it when uh, battle. Basil is shoving him in there and locking the door <laughs> all that much more horrific. <laughs> yeah, he's going to die. In yeah, it's like those, are, those are the most stakes I've ever seen on a sitcom. Uh-huh. It's pretty high stakes. Um, and then the burglar alarm versus the fire alarm versus the real fire alarm I, versus it? the test of the fire alarm. My favorite Yay. thing that I've ever seen probably oh. in my life. Like, I will go back and... Aw,
4: uh, oh, I'm yeah. very
3: pleased. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of... Uh, it had probably one of my favorite, uh, like, comedy tropes with just, like, a lot of misunderstandings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, that. Yeah, yeah. escalating misunderstandings. I really like that, that blonde woman
4: who's kind of speaking on behalf of the hotel staff. I think she's very good in that scene. Yeah. It's a, I don't know who that actress is.
3: And now, was that, like, a big thing that it was, like, uh, John Cleese is doing a funny walk?
4: Yes, yeah, well, I mean, I guess you see Monty Python, right? Yeah. I mean, like, the Ministry of Funny Walks is kind
3: of John Cleese's yeah, number one. Yeah, he's like, bit. oh, look, he's yeah. just playing one of his hits. Mm-hmm. A yeah, funny I mean, walk. He,
4: he does have very long legs.
3: He's able to really kick him up high. Mm-hmm. Give him credit.
4: Did you know who, I suppose it says at the start, but if you picked up, did you see who he wrote the show with? Uh,
2: with the lady, I don't know her.
4: Connie Booth, yeah, because yeah, she was in some Monty Python, and that's uh, how they okay. met. As um, an actress, and then they got married and wrote the show together. I didn't know that. They were married for like the, uh, ten years, I think. Uh, she's the American, Polly.
2: Well, she's the only woman in this that isn't a nag. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're all awful. It's not like women are poorly represented in the show. I think mean, Basil is clearly worse than anyone.
2: Yes. Um, so, the line that I recognised from, uh, I think, The Office... <laughs> there's uh, a don't mention the war and yeah. once, but I think I get away
4: with it. Yeah, is that that's, that's the one you, okay. you spotted it this time? Yeah, then.
2: okay, well,
4: yeah. Um, you explained it to me. Right. That scene <laughs> rewatching the like so Basil's had a head injury, so he's worse than normal, right. and he's being he's offending a very nice group of Germans <laughs> who are very understanding uh, until they burst into tears <laughs> and uh, and and I actually yeah I think I think that scene holds up. You know I think yes. it's. I'm into it. Yeah, there's enough context. So it seems that you quite like Forty Towers.
2: Yeah. I, you know what? In terms of, like, classic misunderstandings...
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, excellent special effects. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was really
3: yeah, good.
2: It's it sounds
4: work. like we're taking the piss, but it's really... There's a lot of fire.
2: Top-notch racism. <laughs> that's, oh, wait, that's what. That's, that's the only deduction I'm giving yeah. you. Um... I I am giving this like a uh, I'm giving this a 9 out of 10. Wow. This is uh Wow. This cuz like everybody told me like my dad and like my grandfather was really into Faulty Towers. Brilliant. And I'm sure I'm sure my dad assumes that I saw this.
4: Well, there's only 12 episodes. They're on Netflix. Yeah. This is great. Perfect.
2: Yeah. So I'm 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 going to watch all of Faulty Towers and it's stupid that like it took like
3: you forcing me to mm-hmm. do it. But hey, yeah.
4: What about you, Tom?
3: I give it an eight out of ten because I'm not as tolerant when it comes to racism as Tim.
4: Yeah, I, it, yeah. I mean, no, I'm kidding. I, but I do. I, I did feel bad. I was like, oh god. Yeah. Oh, There's so many N words. <laughs> right, right off the bat.
2: Yeah. Just the women versus Indians. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's the one. That's the one scene they cut. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
2: well.
4: Understandably, I think you just can't have people saying that before uh, the watershed. Hmm? Do you not have the watershed? No. Um, after nine o'clock on British yeah, you can TV, do you can do whatever do you want, like, mm-hmm, and we call it the watershed.
2: You guys, anything goes after nine o'clock, Tim. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, that's
2: going to fall soon in America.
3: Uh, do you not remember seeing Dennis Franz's butt on NYPD Blue, Tim? I don't. That was big. <laughs> big deal. He had a big butt. He <laughs> had a big butt, and you have to see it it's on TV. Big. <laughs> every sense of the word. Okay.
0: The good life. Yes. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices
4: This out of context, I think, must have been baffling. At first, uh, my
2: first note is: is this some sort of funny farm situation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like they look like looked out of the... It was like two young a youngish married couple, a little out of their element. Uh huh. Obviously, trying, and then they started talking about aren't animals and stuff. Mm hmm. And I was just like, oh, this must be like people that moved out to the country. No. To live a simpler life. No. Uh, no. no, But they are trying to live a simpler life yes. in some...
4: Yes. A very, like... When was this? 1977. But so this was, like, I think the Series 3 Christmas special, probably. So okay. Mid-70s it started. So is it, like, a
2: 70s kind of, like, conservationist
4: kind of thing, or...? Um. Well, to, so the if, the first episode of The Good Life is uh, Richard Bryars, who's Tom... He was really the only famous... He was, like, the the star of the show, really. Then they all became kind of famous afterwards. It was very loved. Um, He's heading to his 40th birthday, and he works um, as a draftsman at a plastics company, like, designing crap, you know, useless, uh, with Jerry, who's his neighbour. Okay. And um, he just is sick of it and decides that they're going to try and live self-sufficiently that's the premise of the show so self-sufficiency is what they're after
2: ok uh, so uh, my second note was: so they're poor <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, I mean they paid off their mortgage so they had the house right um, and it's a very nice house in Surbiton which is a real place and sort of the epitome of suburbia okay. um, and they just don't want to spend any money you know they want to be able to produce their own food make their own clothes spend as little money as possible
2: I like this. My third note is low-key, very sweet, but also very depressing.
4: (laughs) Everything depresses you. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's like
2: the the video stock they use or something in filming some of this. Um,
4: Yes, I think the internal stuff on British sitcoms is odd because I think they shoot what's inside on video and they shoot what's outside on film. There's a brilliant Monty Python sketch about that, which is probably online, which is really funny because they're looking at the windows and going, oh my God, it's film! and It's it's funny, but it's very, yeah, the video is not. But that was before Margot, that's
2: her name, Margot? Yeah. She comes in... My next one is Margot rules. Yes, yeah, she's like incredible. she walks in the way she's like uh, she it, she walks in and introduces herself. Yeah,
4: love yeah. that. It's me, <laughs> Um And then this guy,
2: she's incredible. A straight up, like she doesn't understand the true meaning
4: of Christmas. Absolutely, teacher, it's a proper Christmas special, right?
2: It's it's so good natured. Uh, oh. I learned that Christmas doesn't come in a van. Oh. Um, my next note after that is their lives are sad. <laughs> like, I don't think that's what I was supposed to get out of it. Um, and then they swap wives at the Christmas party. <laughs> yeah, things
3: start getting weird. Yeah, what did,
4: what did you think about the sexual tension in the show? It's pretty raunchy.
3: Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it... loved it.
4: But I also loved
2: how, like, uh, the, the main couple...
4: Mm-hmm. Tom and Barbara. Yeah.
2: They're, like, they are so... In uh, love. Yeah, it's refreshing to see... Uh, a sitcom yeah, where, where they're like, not, they're not sniping at each other, and like the, the punchlines aren't insults, mm-hmm. they're just like the way that like normal, well functioning couples mm-hmm. like razz each other or joke around, mm-hmm. like in you know, very
3: like, sweet yeah. or look the other way when the neighbor tries to. <laughs> yeah,
4: Tom's reaction to that is really that's a lovely bit of performance by Richard Bryce when he sort of just holds his hand up to them when they're essentially <laughs> making out on the sofa. Um, yeah, I think, actually, you watch The Good Life and you're like, God, what's gone wrong? Because this is pretty progressive. Like, the female characters in the show are kind yeah. of great. Yeah. Um, and they're different. And there are there is elements of Margot where, yes, she is a nag, but it's not about her being a woman. Again, it's about her aspiring to be right. a class above what she is, and she's very concerned with keeping up appearances, <laughs> which is another British they call. Um, and yeah.
2: her husband seems to be just kind of, like, resigned to that, mm. like, kind of given up on...
4: Jerry's lovely but he also obviously loves her. Right. Like their relationship you don't think oh he's stuck with her. I think he does genuinely love her and um, Felicity and Barbara I mean she's like ultimate pin up you know for kind of then and now she's like a babe. Yeah yeah yeah. And the way that she's dressed it's so refreshing she's just wearing jeans and oversized shirts all the time and doing that big glasses and her hair's all she's yeah gorgeous. She's a proto Zoe d'ashnell. <laughs>
2: It, it, something went t- terribly, terribly wrong in the ensuing 30 years.
4: Yeah, she's not behaving like a child.
2: <laughs> um, Alright, do you want to move on to. Oh, wait, I give Good Life. Is that what called, Good Life? Mm hmm.
4: Give it
3: 7.3. <laughs>
4: this is a really good run. How uh, about you, Tom? I
3: would say 8 out of 10.
4: I see you liked it more. Yeah. What did you, what did you like Same about as it?
3: Faulty Towers?
4: Yeah, you look I mean, good farce.
2: There is nothing farcical at all in this.
3: Yeah, but I'm with you that uh, it was just kind of like a nice show. Yeah, they I love so, I, so cool.
4: I love that episode. I mean, yeah. the good out uh, of all of these I've shown you, like the Good Life, is the one thing where I would have gone. I genuinely recommend this, and I love it. And I always watch that at Christmas. And you might say Christmas is cancelled, Jerry. You know, <laughs> it's wonderful.
2: Zoe, I'm revising. 7.5 okay. uh, Only fools and horses Okay, yeah mm-hmm. Alright I Broke the rules a little bit Oh, was there any In the last one Was there any Like classic line That Should
4: be getting? No I think, you know That's If anything The Good Life is probably The arguable one About the canon That's a very famous episode It is shown every Christmas On BBC2 um, But the Good Life, if you were going to lift one out and you could have maybe replaced it with Porridge or Hancock's Half Hour or something else um, that would be the one that would lift out so that's that, that was a little a, indulgence on my part just because well, I really love it
2: that's also kind of what I liked about it that there it wasn't like flashy writing and it wasn't like clever writing mm-hmm. it was just like nah, it's just like the performance like those poor people apart
4: from the weird delivery man who is also hilarious <laughs>
2: oh yes
4: likes noticing things is his hobby yeah
2: that guy was amazing yeah, yeah great show
4: yeah 7.7 7
2: <laughs> oh is my that God. I forgot about that guy's run he's really fun. the more we talk about this mm-hmm. you should try to run off the clock on this one <laughs> uh, only fools and horses yeah 89 mm-hmm. I just was confused why it was 50 minutes long
4: yeah um, I did not realise the episode was 50 minutes long so I do apologise no and... no no it was the first episode that was 50 yes. minutes yes oh so you have done some reading up on it yes Cheating um, Sorry
2: I was just confused I was like this Is this a movie? This could technically be a direct-to-video movie
3: I thought it was Like I checked the time at one point uh, Because it took 15 <laughs> it's
4: so boring
3: Well it took 15 minutes For them to leave the apartment And I have. I that
4: you just called a council flat an apartment
3: <laughs> The place where they the live The place
4: where they live,
3: yeah <laughs> Where it took 15 minutes before they left there mm-hmm. and they introduced another character yes like it was just the three of them mm-hmm. it felt like almost one shot <laughs> for 15 minutes of them arguing about selling the the uh the flat the flat mm-hmm.
4: yeah well that was all quite topical I suppose that people buying their council flats that's
2: yeah that the whole thing seemed very of its time oh right? yeah absolutely because he was dressed as Gordon <laughs> yeah uh, they played the lady in red in that one scene. Yeah.
4: Um, it's very nice. I mean, there is a specific reason why I
3: picked this episode. going to computer class.
4: Yes. <laughs> I think weird that, yeah, to go in at season six, to go to at the one where they go to 50 minutes, which is way too long for a sitcom, but people loved it so much, they just wanted more of it. But there is a reason why I picked this episode, and I wonder again. There is a scene in this episode which is by far the most loved minute of comedy that's ever been and there's a whole Stuart Lee Stuart Lee's got a great show called uh, uh, it's called Comedy Vehicle Stuart Lee's Comedy Vehicle and they do a whole bit about this scene it's which which I will show you afterwards because I didn't want to ruin it beforehand
2: yeah I blew it
4: I mean I watched it and Aww. I was like why is this 50 minutes so you know, did you? Achieve? Jim told me. Oh, I crazy. I
3: follow the rules.
4: And what did you think about Dell Del Del falling thing. through the bar? The, the, Let's talk about the elephant in the room.
2: The Wikipedia article for this mm-hmm. episode, one of the the subject headings is Del The fall <laughs> through the bar, or the yeah. bar fall. Yeah. Um. So uh, well, <laughs>
4: there,
2: you know, there there we are. Uh, it was good. It was and the, when I here's the thing, I watched it before mm-hmm. I knew that it was so iconic. I, I thought it was pretty funny. It's
4: a very good piece of it's physical comedy. Friendfall. He falls yeah. incredibly.
2: Yeah, I mean he is well, he's straight he's straight the whole way down. He's he,
3: hurt afterwards.
4: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't scripted. Yeah. <laughs> there was no map that, that extra did, yeah.
3: lost his job. He was he was chewed
2: <laughs> out by the director. I, I mean,
4: David Jason is an a national treasure you know so loved in this country I'm not a huge fan of either Only Fools and Horses or he did a detective show called A Touch of Frost that was incredibly popular I've heard of that and and he's in like Open All Hours and he's in Porridge he's just adored
2: um so yeah the the falling through the bar Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that you know what this felt like because nothing really happened right like no there was the thing where like Um, he was uh, it's all the the character right because like Mm -hmm. the younger brother is like yeah Rodney yeah mad at the older brother Mm -hmm. for being all materialistic and stuff but then he's trying to impress a girl and then Mm -hmm. that was a very funny scene where he had her drop him off in Mm -hmm. a mansion and all that Mm -hmm. and I understood all that Mm -hmm. and then at the end they're just kind of like oh you know I fucked up what and then oh but you know she called back and things might be all right and yeah
4: it he was... ends up marrying her, by the oh. way. <laughs> oh. That was like, the first time they met that they. Yeah.
2: See, the whole thing seemed like. You know how, like, a Judd Apatow movie <laughs> is like a regular movie? But uh, it's like three hours yeah. long. Yeah. So, like, it doesn't really feel like. But, like, probably most of the beats in a normal movie are there, just Straight swimming in all this other stuff. It felt like that version of a sitcom. Like they tacked on it's fifty minutes instead of twenty five minutes. Yeah. And it's just like
4: thirty in England.
2: Right. <laughs> but if it, if it were normal length, this would have been yeah. it would have moved a lot quicker yeah. and I wouldn't have thought that nothing happened. But I kinda yeah. like that nothing happened. I kinda wish the good life was that long too. Yeah. Seven point nine on the good life. <laughs> I'm loving that. The more I think about it, the more intrigued the, I am. The, the
4: Only Fools and Horses was the one rewatching it, which, I mean, I was never a big fan of Only Fools and Horses. But again, some of the reasons why I didn't like Dad's Arm, was dreary and depressing. Um, and I never thought it was that funny. Uh Basically, I, I made you watch 50 minutes or something so you could see a minute-long scene that I could have just shown you on YouTube. Um, there are other episodes that I think are probably better, and I could have picked one of the 30-minute ones. But I think that is that is the most iconic moment in British TV history. Exactly. Uh, so, And that's, and that's all it. that episode is. It's literally all there is to that episode. Um, what I did like about it... Um, and again, I think the trouble with watching these episodes out of context is a lot of the pleasure of sitcoms is building up relationships with these characters and genuinely caring about them and having empathy for them. And without that, it's kind of not great. And what I liked about um, Only Fools and Horses was the scene when they're in the nightclub and Rodney's mate starts slagging off Del, and he leaps to his defence. And I think that's a really yeah lovely moment. Yeah, I could tell there were. Because he, seasons, he, he raised oh, him, you yeah. got that right. I mean, they, they yeah. talk about that. He's basically his dad and his brother.
2: Right. Oh right, okay. At the, first, I thought up. he was his dad. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, so it was very. And then the old man. I'm sure he was a beloved guy. Mm-hmm. I didn't think he added much to the program, <laughs> and I know no. he's probably since passed.
4: Well, it was it was a coach Woody situation. There, oh, there yeah. was Granddad was the character who was in the first couple of the series, and then he died, uh, and they replaced. him with so it's exact... Place.
2: They should have replaced him with a, a younger heartthrope. They should have just put Woody Harrison.
4: <laughs> yeah. That
3: probably um, would have been harder to explain. <laughs> uh, why, why an American was now living there with him. I know Tim's brought notes, but Tom, I don't feel you've told me very much about what you thought about this show. I, I had some notes in my phone. Mm-hmm. I wasn't just... I just thought you were Looking bored. at pictures. <laughs> uh... I th- it was interesting in uh, how it was shot. Like it was shot like a movie. It was
2: the same video film.
3: Yeah, situation. but I guess like once they left the the home, <laughs> you can say apartment.
4: Sorry, I didn't mean to make you feel bad about it.
3: Once they left the flat, then it was they kind of didn't come back to the flat till the very end of no, the episode. No, so I was. Impressed that you know it was shot on location, like the except the, for
4: the bar, which is obviously a set.
3: Yeah, but even that, it was like that was a pretty big set. Like there was yeah. a staircase. Yeah. and Did they ever go back to no, that? No, I don't think so. Yeah.
4: I don't. I don't. Because that was so. the
3: posh bar, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, it's a show. All these shows are about class.
3: Yeah. But there was what? yeah there was one joke in there that I didn't get. Uh, with with the girls that he was hitting on, I forget what it was. Oh, he was trying to uh, have sex with the girls. <laughs> no, no, I I got I picked up on that. But they like made a joke at his expense that he didn't get.
4: Oh yes, no, I can't remember what that joke was. Oh um, uh, yes, yeah, do remember that. being, that's what I was trying to It was it, it, it was, that, was a so. play on words. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't I don't remember, but yeah, I. Yeah, I think Only Fools and Horses is the one that watching it as someone who's not British would be the one that the most confusing. I don't think they're particularly universal themes and
3: No, they in, in you those guys characters. call suspenders braces. Yes we do. Yeah, it's very yeah. confused. Well because
4: but they're suspenders, they're suspenders if they're sexy. Stockings and suspenders. But braces are so the little clips that hold up stockings. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. What do
3: we <laughs> call those? <laughs> Little clips that hold stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, but uh, like ah oh,
4: garter belt. Yeah, garter yeah. belt. Mm-hmm.
3: There you go. You Whereas guys we... don't call it garter belts. No,
4: garters are to hold your socks up, and people don't do that anymore. But that's
3: yeah.
4: Oh, and also, but <laughs> also, garters the with the
3: elastic. Yeah. Yeah,
4: but also, garters are what uh, a woman would have like an ornamental garter at yeah. her yeah. wedding.
2: Yeah. You ever but seen a little different? wedding just, where like a, a little, little lap- kid has to take that off? No, oh
4: my, oh
2: my <laughs> that's that's horrifying. horrifying yeah, I forget whose uh... wedding it was, but we everybody there should be arrested <laughs> for letting that
3: happen. <laughs> I think I've only been to one wedding where where they did that. I feel like that's kind of gone. I
4: think it's going out out yeah. of fashion. It makes yeah. everyone uncomfortable. Yeah, I'm not going to comment because I can't remember if my friends have done that at their weddings. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um.
2: Yeah, uh, I like that. All these are about class because we don't have that in. Uh... It's,
3: it's a real. British no, we have that. The Jeffersons. Uh, that's true. Is yeah. that a remake
4: like, of a British show? I've...
2: No, that was a, a spinoff off. Off of uh, All the Family. family. Yeah.
4: Okay. See, like if you, I mean, you. He's could, the only
2: one, Norman. I've uh, never Alex seen any face. of
4: these shows. Like Three's Company, Full, Full House. Don't you know, worry about it. You, don't worry you about can it. Give me, You know, four episodes of classic American comedy, but like I think, like beyond. 1990, I think we pretty much got the same cultural references, but before that, they're yeah. wildly different.
2: You just started watching all the American shows, and we watched all the American shows and The British Office. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh
2: no, no. Peep Show, Spaced, okay. Oh, I, I was... yeah, we have the
4: yeah. same yeah. references.
2: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're friends. <laughs> 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 Zoe, uh, oh, Only Fools and Horses. A, I'm giving a five. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I don't think it's... Uh, I bet I would have been into it if mm-hmm. uh, I was the right age, yeah. which was the only thing on television. <laughs> and I, saw
4: I wasn't. It. <laughs> All
2: right,
3: 4.5. Uh, I would say a five.
4: Okay.
3: I felt like the...
4: What did you like about it? What those five points going to uh, just to fall through the bus
2: <laughs> it, well, it was well lit I could see every character yeah, <laughs> yours, you see all the characters
3: notes. no it wasn't bad like uh, there was nothing uh, there was no uh, racist in it
4: no that's true <laughs> so it's got one up on most of these shows yeah
3: I did like uh the 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 guy who was pretending to be Gordon Gecko. Like I thought that that was David funny. David
4: Jason. It's a very good performance. Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: I didn't like the younger brother.
4: Yeah, Nicholas Tesla. And I
2: felt like cuz his eyes were too close together. A little bit.
3: But also the him chasing the girl like that felt like the the plot that was like stretched out the most. Yeah. It was like all right, we know what's going to happen. Like, that just felt a little...
2: Yeah. You know where my 4.5 points are going mm-hmm. to? Tell me. Pretty much exclusively to the fact that, like, he made that wager because he knew he was going to win. Yeah. So he was just trying to get money from his friends. And then in any other show, I feel like when he spilled the beans to her and be yeah. like, oh, I had a bet that... That she'd be like, oh, oh, uh, and yeah. like, then you'd have 10 minutes of him like trying mm-hmm. to explain that. But she's just like, you know what? I know you're not a dick, yeah. Uh, yeah. but I'm still confused, but we'll move past that. And uh, to me, I was like, thank you for not putting me through that. Yeah. Contrivance.
4: Yeah. So. I, yeah, I think that's fair. We were also used to, you can see where a script is going. Yeah. We, we know, we're going to have to sit through 10 minutes of this and yeah. Yeah.
3: We're going to have to see Peter Parker get bit by the spider again
4: apparently not this time <laughs>
3: yeah but, they're skipping yeah. it yeah. That's been, yeah. you
2: know what I, uh, thrice bitten <laughs> six times I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm sorry you can tell me he's not gonna get bit by the spider I still I've seen Peter Parker get bit
3: by the spider he's every not he already thing. exists as Spider-Man yeah, in I the can't. Marvel Universe get bit by another oh Jesus
2: oh what's gonna happen I mean all these movies now all these Marvel movies are like or DC or whatever no, yeah but like the Batman Superman like the Batman Superman movies could be like they're gonna try to build it up when Batman comes into town and yeah. like the
3: first shot of him is gonna be like no
2: we know we
4: bought a ticket for Batman it's still a big deal when Batman
3: comes to town
4: Yes, yeah. I mean to be fair it's a big deal when Batman
3: comes to town yeah
4: I'm. I'm. i I'm, I'm pretty excited about Ben Affleck being Batman. Well, you know, I, I and, like Ben Affleck. And
3: according to rumors in this universe, Batman is like 100 percent a rumor. Like there's no confirmed sightings Ooh. of that. So it will be a big deal when it comes to town.
4: You've lost me again. <laughs> got I was on side.
2: <laughs> um, anything uh, you would like to say, Zoe?
4: Uh, thank you very much for having me Thank you
3: so much What does Only Fools. Fools and Horses mean? Work for a living Yeah Didn't you listen exactly to the right. theme song? Oh. The theme song's pretty great
4: Yeah, the theme song is great And it's uh, sung by John Sullivan Who wrote the show But it sounds like it's Rodney And I always thought it was Nicholas Inder singing oh. it. Anyway It is a pretty great theme song Yeah Yeah, classic
3: I mean The monkeys with the, with the guys with the grinders They work for a living too Yeah, I guess so of the sun. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think I'm probably gonna think of lots of things that I thought that I might say that I haven't, but I think that's probably I think I'm I'm surprised that you liked these shows as much as you did. I'm pleased that there were some that you really liked. Um and I think with Dad's Army and Only Fools and Horses, you've been pretty fair. I think rewatching Dad's Army I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, but other than that. I think. Army just seemed like a bad idea. Like
2: <laughs> I understand making cocoon and being like, we're gonna make a movie about old people and we're gonna film it over two months. But like when you're like a oh, sitcom yeah. that hopefully will uh, yeah. last years
4: Let's get all these and rules. It, that was the time. it was on for like ten years. Yeah, I just feel uh,
2: like you're tempting fate there. Like, and they they're like, well, that's God why there's so many we characters.
3: We have
4: recast all these people. <laughs> yeah. It was different. They were probably like forty-five. <laughs> <It was laughs> yeah, they were all like really yeah. early back then.
3: Hard living. Yeah, yeah true. How come Mr. Bean wasn't on this list? I hate Mr. Bean. You hate Mr. Bean? Yeah. All right, to <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. go.
4: <laughs> I can't watch. Oh no! Comedy, things going wrong. Like 40 Towers is right on the edge for me. Oh. Like, getting stressed out by things going wrong. I can't watch Bottom. I can't watch Mr. Bean. There's other, like some mothers do have, and there's other shows that are just stuff happening like that, and it, uh, it really stresses. I'm a very anxious person, and that's what sort of really stresses me out. I'm like, oh god, what if that happens to me? That. It's like when I watch Meet the Parents, and I'm like, oh god. No. You know what?
2: I'm a very anxious person mm-hmm. too, and I shared that, mm-hmm. and then there's a you can flip a switch if you mm-hmm. try hard enough where you're just like oh it doesn't matter bad things are going to happen i know bad it's things are going to happen yeah, that's and true. it doesn't matter and actually it can be helpful to you because like they never no matter how bad things get mm-hmm.
4: they're they never think it's as big a deal as you no, do that's true and it's and also it's fiction. <laughs> yeah
2: well You'd be like When bad things are happening to you You could be like What would Mr. Bean do in this situation To
3: make you it worse cool You could get it on a, not understand what's going on You could
4: get it on a wristband
3: <laughs> What would Mr. Bean do <laughs> See But Mr. Bean uh, Yeah bad things happen And they pile up But then in the end It becomes somebody else's problem Not it's Mr. True. Bean's problem yeah, It's
4: true No I'm, 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 yeah, I know I could have put Mr. Bean on this, But I chose not to Oh
3: no. I mean, good thing you didn't, because I've already seen all the Mister Oh <laughs> God.
4: I mean, if you were going to put a Rowan Atkinson sitcom on this list, I should have put Blackadder on it. But I kind of presume you'd seen Blackadder. Have you seen Blackadder? I no. Mean, no, that was another one. That Then, but just uh, watch it; it's really good. Maybe knows. start with like the second series. The first series is okay, but it gets really like Parks and Recreation. It really hits its stride in, in the second series. I mean, Blackadder is wonderful, but I yeah maybe I should. Show. Oh well. Oh well. Oh well. Oh, well.
2: I mean, you can still, still uh, suggest things to us.
4: I, I, you, I mean... Or I, you could not care,
2: because, like, what do you care if I saw a thing? Exactly, I, yeah.
4: <laughs> I, yeah, I don't have to inflict my cultural interest on in people. But I
2: appreciate that you did.
4: Oh, thank you.
2: Um, thank you for uh, having us. You're our favourite person here.
4: Thank you very we much. We so owe... Uh,
3: the first uh, English person on the show. Yes, yeah.
4: I thought that, yeah. yeah.
3: Wow. Well, I mean...
4: I hope I represented our great nation <laughs> well. Um, I would like to. I would like to say, like to say uh, that, amongst many other things, I am comedy programmer at King's Place, which is one of the ways in which I know you guys and we book you for shows, and I hope you'll come back every year forever. Um, And I would just like to plug comedy generally at King's Place, if that's okay. (laughs) King's
2: Place in London, the best place. I wasn't sure how much you wanted to... uh, No, I think that's
4: okay, yeah.
2: Okay, uh, uh, the best place that we've ever... Like, Zoe, if you didn't take a chance and Mm -hmm. book us Mm -hmm. a few years ago, we might not even... We might not... We might have just, like, lost interest in, like doing the podcast
3: and everything no seriously and, in it's being, like, and being friends
2: yeah me and Tom
3: would have gone our separate in lives. fairness I've lost interest in being friends with you years ago your now we're co-workers yeah. as soon
4: as the recorder stops they just stop speaking to each other
3: yeah I mean it
2: probably would have been better we would have like started new lives mm-hmm. we would mm-hmm. have
4: families have
3: might have both been rich
4: so you're saying it's my fault Six, yeah.
3: successful captains of industry <laughs>
2: No, but thank you. Like uh, you're, you, 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 nobody did more for us than you.
4: Oh, that's very and, sweet. Uh, in
2: return, you. we came to your house, drank your coffee, mm-hmm. drank your water,
4: mm-hmm.
2: uh, went and rifled through all your Re- stuff, refused your sparkling water. Yeah. And uh, made you talk for an hour. So uh, thank you for that
4: too. Uh, it was it was an honor.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
4: Thanks, <laughs> Joe. <it>. Thank you. <laughs>